This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains less scrutinized Muppets, begrudging fake meat preparation, and discussion of two very important streets, Sesame and Gilman Street, the place where Green Day started out. All this, plus turmoil erupts as one of the hosts gets a new backpack. It's Sesame Place with Evan Susser on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast where four grown men talking about Sesame Street is somehow less strange than their normal topics of conversation. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got two parents here. Two right, parents. it's normal. What it we're going to be saying today, the topics are normal today. It, it is normal. I'm feeling very normal. I like Sesame <laughs> Street is one of the one of the pieces of uh, media that like I have no qualms with like it's it's mm, untouchable it's, it's kind yeah. of yeah I mean, you still called it streep i know sesame street besides <laughs> that you feel perfectly normal well look i'm a little out of sorts you know i had to run home i forgot the microphone i got a new backpack i had not transferred oh, whoa, the whoa, whoa, new, new well, that i hadn't transferred <laughs> i mean we shouldn't have even asked you to record <laughs> i hadn't transferred the bag the podcast bag into the new backpack yet uh, voice so. of scott gardner giving jason grief already yeah before the introduction <laughs> not no what do you mean once you explain <laughs> kind of the antithesis of everything good vibes of sesame street i am excited about the new backpack i'd like to send our guest home and address the backpack for the rest of the episode but that would be extra rude so i wouldn't i won't do that it's up to saying. we'll bring him in on the backpack conversation is uh but sesame streep is interesting is it a meryl streep like base sesame street streep on the brain is it uh is just topsy show up on sesame street is that what it is well you know topsy from mary poppins returns are one of our favorite characters in fiction i don't know let's bring our guest in he he might know uh (laughs) a little bit more about what we're talking about you know him from doughboys he's the commissioner he's a podcast <laughs> rascal i would say uh evan susser is here ladies and gentlemen Yay. returning to the podcast Welcome back. happy to be here mm-hmm. uh did you not introduce scott yeah i started i said i said giving jason grief scott here it's yeah, great yeah. to be here Yay. mike i've seen you Jason and Scott, I haven't seen you in about a year and a half. So long. Not since Mike's party, the last yes, party that ever happened. Party. Jason, I haven't seen you in a year and a half. I, I get up to do this podcast. You walk up to me very frazzled and ask, do you have a heart out? <laughs> that was what I was told. I was told to go out and ask if he has a heart out. Uh, well, I also directed you, t- you to the correct house. Oh, yes. I was also trespassing you were going in somebody back else's door, house. <laughs> <laughs> the back gate of the wrong well, home. So I know this is a lot of podcasts. This is the, you know, we're explaining what we're doing, but we're back outside. We're outside again because mm-hmm. of the new fucking thing. So we're being careful just in yeah. case. Yeah. So that just as Mike, also, as you were saying, like, 
it's oddly more normal that we're talking about Sesame Street. Let's add to it that we're doing it in the evening and that we will slowly be going from day to night. Oh, that's yeah. true. As we, this will be an episode where it shifts mm-hmm. and, it, and then it becomes a little Sesame Street after oh, dark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you're scared of the dark, uh, one, I know a great place where uh, they could teach you how not to be scared to of the dark. <laughs> and I know... Uh, I could tell you how to get there too. <laughs> Wait, okay. they, it's a place that teaches you that premise that it teaches you to be not afraid of the dark. Sesame Street teaches lots of lessons. <laughs> sure, but I like would that assume in many decades. I'm sure of they've covered it. I would probably, Jason. yeah. It's just not like an and iconic. And then how to one. get there? Surely, you know, how to get how there to get is addressed there. in every yeah. episode. Well, yeah, no, but. they they're asking how to get there. It's not actually addressed how to get there, is it? Because you don't can really you know, other than like at the theme get, park. Yeah. Can you tell me? That's a question that's always unanswered as far as Sesame Street. No, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, point. That so but that is, yeah. I'm very happy to be here. I've enjoyed the podcast over the pandemic, even Thank though we weren't happy. together. It was a way for me to feel like I was together mm-hmm. with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lam- I was telling you guys, Lamar's episode I just listened to was so funny. Mm-hmm. All yeah, those stories. Yeah. Um and I will say, as is my want, I uh, pretty unapologetically campaigned to do this episode mm-hmm. and was insistent and pushy about doing the episode. <laughs> and I'm glad that you guys finally gave in. And not enough, apparently, because I think I, was, I think it was, I don't know, it, I, I want to say it was in my brain somewhere, but because you had texted almost like a little coy, like, oh, yeah, I was just asking because I'm, I'm, I'm going to a Sesame Place. I'm going to be going to Sesame Place. Yeah. And, oh, you know, it's because I went to Sesame Place. And then it eventually took you saying, so are you going to have me on for Sesame right. Place? Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, you know, I, I think I, I mentioned it while, so I was, we should probably get into, I, I was living on the East Coast for a year during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and while I was there and things were kind of starting to look better with COVID, it was kind of feeling like, oh, that would be a fun thing to do at some point to go to Sesame Place. And mm. I think I texted you guys and said, have you ever you know, done it? Like, I, I might do it. I'm close. I've got an opportunity. And, you know, kind of hinting there. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you guys had told me. We'll do an episode with you if you do it. Maybe that would have been the push, but then you mm. didn't say that. <laughs> then we I went the to Sesame Place. I sent some pictures, got tepid, nice reaction, but not, <laughs> not. oh, I'm make sure away. to do some research. Yeah. And then I finally just had to get back and be like, okay, when are we doing this? Yeah. Well, we apologize for that. You know, we should have picked up on the hints. I think signal stronger. reading, it's, you know, like, I don't know. None of us have had to like date new in a little while maybe we're not good at picking up and like you Mm. i feel like even when i was dating i needed just like clear like like no 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 i like you let's do it Mm -hmm. we don't have to go back so i i kind of appreciated the just forward nature of it yeah we're i mean i think it's safe to assume we're three men who really appreciated if a woman made the first move (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) that's my entire dating career i wouldn't even think that's right yes Yes, yeah, so I usually would like go like somebody being like, well, are, what, what is this? Are we going to kiss or something? Like it would be an angry female who's like, do you like me or what? What uh-huh. is it? So I, I think the, I think the words uh, can I I think permission was asked <laughs> before kisses of the parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
handwritten letters. Yeah, yeah. A lot of reasons why I think this might be a positive momentum for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, we, so. we, our generation, I feel like, was told, like, don't ever ask permission for that. Like, in high school and college, like, don't ask. Just kiss. And, and now, I, I think <laughs> more of <laughs> people, people are like, don't ask, don't do that. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And now I feel what b- so much better. <laughs> Just I fucking mean, aggro morons I grew up with. Like this was like a a thing. Well, this Jason, was- I mean, it is it is crazy how quickly culture moves. I mean, I was just thinking about you know that book, uh, the game that like you know with like mystery <laughs> yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah, that was like a bestseller like ten years ago. You're right, like right. not yeah. even that long ago in our lifetime, which was a lot of that like really really gross like kind of well it was like be mean be mean be, and yeah, yeah. also like you know just like make a move and see what happens and yeah uh, so jason was talking about mystery when he was saying a guy who told him it was mystery yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah it was mystery <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old via neil strauss uh yeah, yeah. the great ghost writer you're, you're of our hand- time yeah um, you were hanging out at the saddle ranch every weekend and <laughs> oh well i would go back and well i go back and forth universal city during the week uh <laughs> west hollywood on the weekends you, when it gets real to- wild you and Toby, David Blaine, Leonardo DiCaprio. All the greats. All the greats. Yeah, you know the yeah. name of the group. <laughs> well, yeah, J- you PP. were the one that said maybe we should rename it. So you've, you've kind of been a progressive mm-hmm. voice. The progress posse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the nice the nice guys. The nice fellas. Mm-hmm. The alliteration was good, though. You should have kept it. Can I say something else about like culture changing and everything? I, in thinking about Sesame Street, and, and Sesame Street's been more of a presence in my life because now I have a kid and he watches it, and I, it's it's fl- taking me back to like, oh, it's it's still good, it's great. Like I do not mind watching it ever, um, and I feel like you know, in the interim, watched it as kids, now watching it with a kid, and in the interim, there was just decades of god awful comedy that was all about. Like, hey, what if Ernie and Bert were gay? They're gay, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. the thing about them is that they are gay. That's, and that's the what joke. Sesame Street doesn't yeah. want you to know. Yeah. Like, how much garbage did we have to sit through as if, like, that is a problem, them being just, like, it was just one of those, like, extremely obvious <laughs> beat into the ground. Yeah. For, to no end, like, the, the end. There's well, no there's further a- point to that. It's just the worst. There's another type of joke that annoys me. Um, with the basic premise of like, what if the thing you liked that was for kids is dark and fucked up? And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's still, a, that genre is still around. I've seen it. That's uh, still around. But, it's also evolved into like, what if that thing you liked as kids came back well, that's, <laughs> and yeah. it's worse? That's a, diff- <laughs> that's a different issue. I'm speaking yeah. specifically about like, yeah, trying to like distort it or. Yeah, like, like the version that I always which I don't even know what this is if this is a show or a, like a screenplay that didn't get made it's just like the peanuts all grown up well mm, what, you, I know exactly what you're talking about and that's exactly what was in my head <laughs> I can think it. of like three different versions of that yes yeah, so it's like, like and then uh, Linus tried to kill himself yeah. and you're like okay all right I like what are we doing here yeah <laughs> what is this what is the point of this but I agree with the very, I guess, basic take that Sesame Street, good. It was yes. good when we were kids. Yep. It's good now. And it doesn't really? have the... What's interesting is they're all Muppets. Sesame Street are Muppets, but they don't have the scrutiny of the Muppets. Everyone, animal, people go crazy about the Muppets and this and that and what's the like, what's right for the Muppet. And then oh, Sesame and if they're going to come back, what is it going to be? And yeah, there's, there's, so, there's a, never more pressure on every well, move of the Muppets. Right. But Sesame yeah. Street just going. And well, we don't that's even know what the key is that it's 
been for it, it it doesn't get rebooted it just has existed right. and evolved and changed over time and had to i mean one of now scott maybe you know this i don't know if you guys know this about why snuffle up i guess is not on sesame street oh right what? well that's a, that's, that's darkness creeping yes, into the world a little bit of darkness uh, oh so no so if you guys remember uh snuffle up which i did not remember this the whole thing with snuffle up i guess was only kids saw him yes, and the yes. joke was or the you know the game or whatever is he would always be gone when the adults came back right. and kids would be like no Snuffleupagus was here Snuffleupagus was here and the adults would be like no there's no Snuffleupagus we don't believe and you we don't believe you <laughs> guess like can you kids. guess where this is going um yeah I I'm a little concerned <laughs> and then yeah. child psychologists uh, right, approached Sesame Street and said this is not a good lesson to be teaching children that if something you know crazy is happening and they go to an adult and adults won't believe them. So they had to get rid. So there was a big thing on Sesame Street where all the adults finally saw Snuffleupagus. But then when they did that, it was kind of like, well, what do we do now with this giant? That was the whole thing, kind of. <laughs> well, but there of, is yeah. a. I think he's still kind he, of around because yeah. there's a photo op at Sesame. Yes, he's place. still kind of is yeah, around, but knowledge. he's much, much like if you're watching Scott. I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't seen. No, yeah, I don't. I don't. He's think not so. like a regular part of the show because they kind of they diminished his they role. diminished his role. Yeah, because that was of, his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And newer characters that they're kind and, of more and also into newer characters anyway. uh-huh. that they incorporate. Your Abby Cadabbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I had forgotten. I remember when Abby Cadabby. Kind of remember when that character was introduced, but like that was well after our time. I thought Elmo was more recent, but Elmo was in 1980. It just Elmo had that giant burst in popularity with the Tickle Me Elmo when we were like just past the age Elmo of Sesame a, Street. He took a while to find his voice yes. as a character. That's Sure, yes, but he was around. Yeah, yeah. the design um, of the character. We covered a little of this on the, on the second gate because I went to a, another a separate Sesame Street place. But we we were also like, if if you've been watching it a lot, I got I, I got to ask this yeah. again. Uh, Elmo's World. I like Elmo's World. Yeah. I love the song. I love both songs. My mm-hmm. son's obsessed with uh, uh, the beginning song and the end song. I. Mr. Noodle drives me up the wall. I like just snip it out. Why is why does this happen? Why does a, a rouge-faced mime man or multiple of them? Now, well, it's a Noodle extended family. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so relieved when it's the dog. Yeah, when it's Schmoodle uh-huh. because there's just less <laughs> there's less like a uh, 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 broad, insane faces that a dog can make and. Yeah, and I'll say my daughter doesn't seem to really care for Mr. Noodle. No, I don't either, think, yeah. But they're committed to it. Yeah. It's, it's a misfire. I don't know exactly what <laughs> they're going for. Maybe mm-hmm. nonverbal communication or something like that. But Physical comedy, I guess, yeah. and that works without a lot of uh, explanation. I don't know. Yeah. But he, he, like, he scares me. Yes. I, I, if he scares me, maybe he would scare a uh-huh. child. Although I'm scared by a lot of things that yeah. a child is not. So I am happy. I had heard rumors, you know, because me and Scott have this thing of watching Sesame Street again after not watching it. Yeah. I had heard that Cookie Monster didn't like cookies anymore. Oh, that I was heard a that big rumor like, too. Yes, PC and talk show monologue. Happy point. to report, he likes them just fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't verbalized this. I felt the same way. Like, <laughs> I was like, like oh, oh, I know what's up with Sesame I, Street. They're not doing the cookies anymore. Not true. Yeah, it's great. not true at all. He, he loves them. He eats way too many of them. It's great. <laughs> he just occasionally would tell children like, try eating something else sometimes. Yes, yes. I think that and I, I haven't think, learned that last. Yeah. Time. <laughs> so Cookie Monster is still like, and also too, I think he's also. 
he does. Uh, he's become a bit of a foodie too, mm-hmm. uh, which is also yes. he's got the truck. Yeah, he has the food truck. With which his, who's the helper? I Gonger. Like, Gonger is, is the name of the helper. <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, who's a great character? I, I don't know. Gonger. They do recipes for like yeah. good sounding food with yeah. fresh ingredients. You're wow. watching like good meals get cooked and they go talk to like the guy who's sourcing the ingredients i i'm enthusiastic about all of this oh wow yeah gonger looks awesome yeah, gonger's, gonger's, cool. gonger's in the park gonger's and, in sesame place wow yeah so oh, okay. uh, yeah i've seen him he's yeah should we get into talking about Let's sesame get into place? The place yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah op- open 1980 i believe uh, and now mm-hmm. we did you i forget you grew up well, where in that general I grew, region? I grew up but... in Maryland, so okay. pretty close to Ses- like very close to Sesame, like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. We went uh, a bunch of times when I was a kid. When ah. the first time we went with my younger brother, who was like two and a half, when we went for the first time, and after the day, my parents always remember this. So he said, after thinking like, "This was the best day of my life," <laughs> 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 and yeah, we loved it. I mean, it's uh, they have a lot of like they have the characters. It's like it's not like Disneyland or Universal, right. but it's a little bit more than just a completely janky amusement park. Yeah, um, yeah. it's somewhere kind of in between, and they have a big water park section, which gotcha. is like that you can enjoy even as you get older. Sure, sure. Um, but the characters are all there. They have rides. They have like kind of games. Right, and it's fun. Yeah. And the street. And the street. That's very the street. important That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's the, the castle fiction you want to be. It, um, <laughs> it does have the street, Siri. I assure you. Yes. Um, I I grew up like forty minutes from Sesame Place. Oh, okay. Uh, and I remember going a couple times as a kid. It's, it's Sesame Place in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I grew up in Delaware County, and it's just kind of on the other just a little north of where I grew up. And uh, I I only had very faint memories of it. I think we went like once when me and my brother were both very little. And then we went again when I would have been like nine or 10. And it's one of the few theme park experiences I remember ever having. I still had a great time, but it's one of the few times I remember going like, I might be a little too old for that. Cause like at nine or 10, you're towering over like a lot of the other, even a short Jason was towering <laughs> over a lot of kids. And at the time Sesame place was only like three or four acres. And now it's kind of uh, quadrupled in size where it was like yeah. back then it was mostly water park. And my, my dad reminded me there was a big, like a huge jungle gym netting kind of climbing area. And now it's like kind of split between water park and then like there's two roller coasters. There's a bunch of flat rides, you know, kitty rides. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really kind of uh, uh, grown quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, on that point of like feeling too old for it, it does. I think I saw the tagline go before you grow go before they grow <laughs> they grow and i oh, almost started ball like i almost was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah really tugging on the heartstrings tugging yeah. on the hearts there's other stuff in this where i uh, in this park where i'm like that's so nice that's so kind uh <laughs> but i guess they are like they're not um the other theme parks are more like, okay, we have to advance them to the next thing, and what do you like when you're a teen, and what do you like when you're an adult? And uh, I guess Sesame Place just counts on, well, maybe you loop back around. That's when we get you again, is when you're you're taking kids. Yeah. No, truly. And, the, I mean, the, you know, take them before they grow or whatever. 
I'll say that, you know, my wife and I, who both grew up going to Sesame Place, you know, it was something that we talked about, like, oh, that'll be fun to go with our daughter. Then this freaking pandemic happened. And we're also, uh, I don't know if you guys know Kenny Stevenson. He, uh, you know, oh, he, yeah. he's got kids, too. And he told me, you know, we talked about Sesame Street. And he was like, yeah, kids love Sesame Street. And then, like, right about when they're three and a half, they're kind of, like, done with it. And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, you know, oh, and with the pandemic's going on, and we're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna run. We're right here on the East Coast. <laughs> we gotta get to this place. Where we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we're running out of time. Like the biggest loss of the pandemic is we might not get to go to Sesame Place. Well, <laughs> if you can hold out till 2022, Sesame Place San Diego is coming. Yes. Well, we knew that was happening. Too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were looking, f- we were looking forward to that, but then we decided to uh, when we were. Uh, you know, Jamie and I got fully vaccinated cases were relatively low and we were like, you know what? A lot of it's outside. So we went, we, you know, went with our daughter to Sesame place. So we, we got that experience in, which yeah. is great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I yeah. actually made the clock ticking when I, I did this. So there's Sesame street stuff in sea world. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I sort of like, yeah, we set a date to do it partially because well, things seem kind of clear yeah. pandemic wise for the moment. And then, and also like, what if he doesn't like Elmo next month? Yeah. These, <laughs> these things are pretty, and already right. it's less, it's definitely less even than then. Yeah. So I'm glad we, you and I mean, it just again. is crazy with a kid when like they start watching Sesame street and you're like, how would you like to like go to real Sesame street? What do you think of that? It's like a, a mind blowing concept <laughs> for a kid. Well, so you got to have that. Cause yeah. I, uh, my son's not speaking yet. So you, you got to communicate yes. this. Yeah. We got to, to talk street. like, and like, how would you like to like meet Elmo? Oh. Like, would you like to meet Elmo? Is that something that you'd, that you'd, <laughs> lo- you'd be impressed with your dad if you, if you arranged that? <laughs> like, well, you know, like maybe, might be the kind of thing I'm able to arrange. <laughs> um, Give the guild a little ring, see what you can get done. Exactly. You know? So, uh, how to play out? So, well, it played out well. Um, so we got there, and right away, the funny thing about Sesame Place is you can do like everything there. It's like the park was open to like ten to five, and we were like, "Ooh, is that going to be like enough time?" <laughs> and <laughs> like yeah we have enough time to do everything there um so we get there and right away we're like oh like there's a, par- a parade at 10 30 that's like a good thing to do we'll see everybody and we're like we like are running in because we drove in from you know dc like that morning to like philadelphia it's like a two and a half hour drive and we're like parking and like I, we gotta get good spot for the parade <laughs> and then we get there we're like where is the parade happening <laughs> like no one it's like the smallest like there was not it was not very crowded um so we just get a good spot and it's they called it a mini parade and i don't know a big theme of the whole trip was is this because of covid or is this just always how it is <laughs> <laughs> so it was a small parade with which some of this is good because it's kind of overwhelming but it's like bird and ernie elmo cook uh Oscar and Cookie Monster, and that was it for the parade. Oh, and like mm, three floats, see. and that's what it was. Which you know it was like exciting, but even like Abby, who's like one of her favorite, and I was like, oh, there's not Abby, there's like <laughs> not Big Bird. Oh, wow. in fact, spoiler, no Big Bird the entire. What? What do you Whoa. mean? How like represented possible? with you- like. You know, pictures and stuff. Signs, yeah. But so did like the tall person call in sick? I guess that could be. <laughs> or I thought, you know, we went on a weekday, or because of COVID, maybe it's like, ah, like the Big Bird costume is more of an ordeal 
we don't do that, you know. Uh huh. Did and you then ask? We did, by the way, we, what? Did you ask? Like, is Big we Bird? We should around? have asked about Big okay. Bird, but we did not. And then we did a um, a meet and greet with Elmo, which unfortunately, because of COVID, they don't actually get to touch and interact. Right. So you kind of like stand. But then it was nice because when we went to the meet and greet, it was Elmo and Abby was there. Oh. And, uh, and then my daughter was very sweet. like, you weren't at the parade. Like, we were looking for you, which is nice. <laughs> uh, and then Julia, who's a newer character. I don't know uh, Julia. She's, uh, she's an autistic character, the first autistic wow. uh, Muppet. So that's a nice uh, thing that they have. And then the big thing, which was they had uh, Cookie Monster's foodie truck at Sesame mm, Place, okay. which we were building up. It seemed really exciting. <laughs> it also was like... Oh, this is like, you know, being worried about indoor or outdoor dining. <laughs> like, oh, that's outdoor. It's a food truck. Yeah. That'll be great. Um, but then on the drive up, our daughter was like, oh, great. And then like Cookie Monster, like, will serve me the food. And we're like, oh, that can't be how it works. You know, it's just going to be a guy. Yeah. Uh, and then unfortunately, the food truck was closed the whole time we were there. <laughs> so there was a lot of that kind of stuff of like building up and expectations. But still a good and a lot of we tried doing the rides because they have a lot of rides mm-hmm. there, but well, very off the uh, shelf, but like nicely decorated with Sesame Street stuff. Yeah, uh, but the rides, all of them, my daughter was just like, "This is not my favorite." But so, <laughs> so I mean, she like me, you know. My wife is much more. She's like, oh, maybe she'll like, they have roller coasters. Maybe she'll want to do the roller coaster. I'm like, are you insane? She's two and a half. <laughs> like, you're getting like, because uh, um, I, like you guys, I'm scared of rides. And even like, we did like their version of like the teacups, hmm. which our, our daughter hated. And I hate it. Like, I don't like. <laughs> really? Even the teacups? I didn't like, like the teacups. Disco Grover teacups? The, uh, or the dis- actually the, uh, hold on. That's <laughs> no, okay. Is the oh, Disco Grover mix up? The monster, oh, and yeah. it's but it's the same situation where you can turn it yes. in the car. But yeah. did you just not turn it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jamie, my wife was trying to turn it. And I like pushed her hand off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, me, we don't like it. We don't like that. <laughs> so yeah, so there, there's like a lack of like. The, I think the most expensive Sesame Street ride is in Japan, right? Or or uh, Port. Yeah, Port no, Aventura in Spain, I think. This, this, is the are you talking ride? about the spaghetti? I'm talking about spaghetti. Oh, you're and talking about spaghetti. Where is that, is that yeah. in Universal uh, is Japan? Is that in Singapore? It might be Singapore, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is think that? What is a ride? It's a dark ride where, where Grover like goes into space and sees monsters and like you're like kind of it's like E. T. adventure a little spaghetti bit. Spaghetti space oh, chase in yeah, Universal they don't, Singapore. I would Singapore, love them to have some like good like dark rides. But they don't. There is a dark there's a dark ride in Spain. I believe. Okay. Too. So yeah, it is interesting that like the the thing I think you're talking about, you want something like that. Yes. That's that like not thrill based, but there's a lot of stuff and robots and right. Because basically, look at. they kind of have like state fair kind of rides with like uh, Sesame Street branding. Right. Exactly. Sure. Sure. Uh, which some of that stuff, you know, I said we I can't say a bad word about Sesame Street the show, Sesame Place. There are some criticisms <laughs> I could oh, give. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> oh, please, because it's not a given. Like you know, like I understand that. Like, well, this will be enough for a kid. The kid yeah. will like it. But maybe you're attesting that, like, uh, maybe your daughter, like, 
it's I don't know. They 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 take more too. Yes, they would happily accept. Well, more. one huge thing, my big complaint is the gift shop, which you know I would love to have gone nuts in this gift shop. Yeah, but they don't. They only they like just sell stuff that you could like buy online. Yeah, just like normal Sesame Street stuff. So that that's a that's a small thing, but mm-hmm. I, come on, like it was. I finally found like a shirt that said Sesame Place itself mm-hmm. versus just. So that was general. That was one. I, I have a piece of merch. If we're talking about merch, this was again in the in the the Sea World uh, San Diego thing that I saw, and th- maybe you ran in this too. This might be at multiple locations. Sesame Place, by the way, owned by it's in the Sea World umbrella, yes, so is. there is some crossover and some of the same stuff, um, which maybe could include this shirt, which has the count on it, and the shirt he's doing a very particular move, and the shirt says. Count Dabula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some attempts. Um, that's of good though. Uh, that's, yeah, that's I'm, good. Um, but he's not. He's not Dracula though. <laughs> yeah, he's both, yeah he's, I know. He's, he's family, Dabula. <laughs> he's Dabula. <laughs> Count Dabula is good. If you saw Count Dabula, would you've gotten it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wow. Uh, they were not the first outlet to think of Count Dabula <laughs> t-shirts. I'm finding out very quickly. It's a, this, the counter is actually Dracula. Jason? What's that? Is it the Count specifically, or is it actually Dracula? Oh, uh, no. It's a lot of generic-looking Draculas. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, but nobody's made the move to make Count Dabula into a feature film, which is what mm. I think should be the ultimate. As soon as <laughs> this point. is now in the universe, yeah. Then yeah. now it's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. One of the most popular shirts is now a <laughs> major motion picture. <laughs> and a streaming series. <laughs> the viral shirt is now a hit movie. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, file that away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the screenwriter. Uh, yeah, it, you know. you, I can yeah. see uh, the, light, uh, the light bulb going off. It's nice to see the creation process. Martin Scorsese right. criticizes the, the viral shirt. <laughs> um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And the, the street itself is great. It feels like, you know... That like you were saying, Scott, like as good as it is, like you could imagine that being even better. Sure. Like you could have like more fun with well, like actual Sesame Street. You could have like characters kind of like honestly what they do at Universal with like the Italian American Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you had that with like Sesame Street characters, that would be You want them to like roast you as you're walking down Sesame yeah, Street. Right. <laughs> um, Oscar popped hey. up and said mean things. Right. Yeah. That'd be what a thrill. Oh. Hey, look great. at those dumb shoes you're wearing. Uh-huh. <laughs> there is a trash can that you can like touch a button. And it's like, hey, leave me alone. That's oh, kind of fun. That's cool. But he doesn't pop out. He doesn't pop out. Mm. Um, well, Oscar has a roller coaster. Yes, he does. And have a Oscar co- also has a garage. There's like a facade that says Oscar's yeah, garage. So right. Oscar has a lot of business ventures yes, going in this very, park. Very all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Living in a trash can, yeah, he gets a lot done. Yeah, he, they don't even have like a donkey, like a like Donkey Universal, like waffle cart no, with Oscar. They don't, they don't have that. They really well, don't. here's something I know from a little looking into retro Sesame places that they did yes. have this at a certain point. Okay, yeah, and not only that, but it was, I I think somewhere in an early contract, it was stipulated 
that you could not have representations of the characters without the real voices. They wanted oh. this to be consistent. Um, so there was an Oscar and a... Um, what was the other one? A Cookie Monster. Mm. And they were animatronics. They were simple animatronics wow. with the real voices. Um, so, and and they, like, you look at photos, they're, like, cool in early 80s and analog. I don't know, why, like, why you would have that and then stop doing it. That yeah. seems confusing. Because to, to see, the f- as with any of the Muppet attractions, seeing, like, well, this is how they look on TV. They don't even have to change mediums. That just is c- Cookie Monster there. That'd be really yeah. cool. It feels like you could, like, make more money getting rid of all the rides and just making the street amazing. I agree with that. And, you know, in the things, like, the shows, some of them, like, the meet and greet, they're just waving. Obviously, they're not talking. Yeah. But then some of the shows, they do have... You know, they're like lip syncing to like recorded, and that like blew my daughter's mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> Being like, "Whoa, they're like here, like they're talking, and this is this is great." Well, now so, what were those? Because we got to, and I said a lot of this <laughs> in the second game, but I went to something called the the Furry Friends Dance Party, which I believe yes. is there too. <laughs> we also did, the yeah. Furry Friends Dance All right, wow. Uh, my daughter, I, I think I sent Mike a video of it. I mean, she just was so excited <laughs> to be there. It was yeah. like, you know. Entering uh, Studio 54 as height for her. Uh, uh, slightly less cocaine, but... Um, <laughs> Just for the parents. Yeah, but she uh, she loved that. So that was really uh, good. There was the, the magic of art, which was a little bit of like a story mm-hmm. kind of show that had like some humans and like learning lessons. And like my daughter like will sing the song from that show like even now which is oh, crazy wow. like wow. she like, Great. really made an impression oh that's cool um is there a an elmo the musical there's experience? not an elmo the musical is that in SeaWorld? um no there wasn't i think there maybe there there was or has been yeah because that's like also a recurring elmo thing that it's he makes some musicals and there is a like a curtain flap that uh speaks i think oh, like a little like that would have been a hang. Mm-hmm. um i don't know i think they may have done that i was i was trying to find evidence of moves like bert the well, parody do you have it i got you covered all right thank you this was uh, did you did you catch uh the song moves like bert we did not get show? moves like bert we got the elmo slide I really like the Elmo <laughs> slide. The Elmo oh, slide. Yeah, it's like an earworm for slide. sure. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. It's been kicking around and then like out of nowhere. You're just like doing the dishes and then yeah. And, air, and uh, when you're at Sesame and I, Place, we probably heard the Elmo slide like 30 <laughs> times. That was in the show. We just like turned to each other one day out of nowhere like, I think I like the Elmo slide. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's not. I think I'm not laughing at it. I think yeah. I just like it. Um let me let me do a little hit of because we this was a song that I got in my <laughs> free friends dance party referenced on the second gate, but I think it it uh, merits a clip. Um, if this is too quiet, <laughs> drop in something later. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm very disappointed that that was not. A part of <laughs> yes, I, is that the video from Sesame Street Live? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, that version is from. I think this is from a live tour that went around. Yes. And by I the s- way, after this goes, th- a couple other uh, characters get rounds, including I think a very uh, like overlooked character at this point, Telly. Telly Monster, yeah, my, yeah. one of my childhood favorites. Telly I, Monster. I think Telly's like Telly. being phased out. 
as well. Wow, too. did Telly oh. is something, something wrong with Telly's relationship? <laughs> no, with I the, think just Telly. You know, it's just not connecting. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like that song, Tell- and then this shop, Trader Burt's. This park really showing Burt letting his hair down a little, you know, finally yeah. relaxing yeah. a bit. Lindsay really brought. I I, I sent Lindsay uh, moves like Burt. And she said, why isn't it moves like Ernie? There's two syllables. <laughs> Doesn't he have enough? Doesn't uh, he get enough? First of all, I disagree I like with that, that point. Like concept. That point. Uh, Ernie never could have enough. But <laughs> Ernie, two syllables, moves yeah. like Jagger. And also, if who would you think has the moves? Right. It's funnier. It's a comedic, it's a funnier yeah, comedic setup with Bert. I guess yes. that's why it's, do- yeah. it's happening. But, but Ernie, is it maybe Bert and Jagger have... That in common is that is that Burr, slight yeah, symmetry, Jagger. Yeah, maybe. So mm-hmm. moves like Telly is fun too. I'm glad Telly had some some uh, representation and I, there. I just like having. I don't know. Maybe it's the kid situation brings us out of me. I've been, I think I've been hard on uh, Jack FM type music. What would the Mad Tea Party fiasco? Yes, and I just want to say that in terms of like theme park entertainment from songs within the last 20 years, from vaguely contemporary mm-hmm. songs, uh, moves like Burt melted my icy heart. Wow. <laughs> topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to, th- hard to imagine a, a parody sung by Burt that you wouldn't like. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's funny such singing a, voice. He's got a funny singing voice. He's a lovable character. Yeah. Uh, wh- let me ask real quick. Yeah. Everybody, Burt or Ernie, as far as their favorite as a child... Ernie, no After question. all that, it's Ernie. I'm Ernie, yeah, Ernie. Jason? I, I, it was probably Ernie. I think I had stuffed animals of both. Now, I think. Well, we know now. Now, as we're talking we about this, I'm, I'm concerned that, like, as a child, I just absorbed all this through osmosis, and my personality is just a combination of Cookie Monster, Oscar the Grouch, and <laughs> parts of Bert and Ernie. <laughs> a little bit of Ernie in there, but a lot of Bert. Yeah, maybe Ernie like 10 years ago, when I, as far as I know you. Like, huh. uh, Ernie's I, gone, I think. Do any of <laughs> you have in his 20s he had Ernie? Yeah, in your in 20s, you, I remember Ernie, Ernie inside. But now I think it's just Bert. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the most hurt that Jason's ever been on the show. Working together this long has led to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it. I, you I, beat I, it out of I me? I beat the Ernie out of you all these years. <laughs> My Ernie antics have beat the Ernie out of you. No. <laughs> Only Bert remains. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ernie. Ernie's. Uh, I just. I always get bummed that Ernie's not more popular these days. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, his, his zany antics. It fit better in the couple decades where he was at the top. <laughs> I don't know. Almost not as zany, I don't think. Like yeah. he's not as much of an anarchist as as Ernie was. That's like Ernie I think is also like a holdover from your Bugs Bunny like He's, he right. just comes into the situation and tears shit up. He's, the cat in the hat's the same way. Yeah. So like young kids these days, they don't like that as much. They don't right. that's not as fun. And I think Elmo kinda elbowed in a little bit too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, with like, you know, as far as being a wild What's interesting about Elmo is he's wild, but you kind of get the sense he doesn't know better. Yeah, right. The, the funny and maybe bad thing about Ernie is he knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Yeah. He knows. The thing where he he gets the sheep to carry Bert's bed out yeah. of. We've all seen the the, the segment, right? There's a Remind there's one me. where Ernie's. 
I'm trying to think. It's uh, Shuffle Off to Buffalo or something. He's doing like a song. Great song. And he mm-hmm. keeps way. I mean, he's he keeps like messing with Bert. He's like playing a saxophone. And then he has like sheep come in and they carry Bert's bed outside. And the thing ends. The little segment ends. Bert outside at night and he can't get in. And he's trying to go like <laughs> Ernie has kept him outside of their bedroom at night. And like that's it. It's over. And you you're, even as a kid, you're like. Bird has to sleep outside. <laughs> that is yeah. kind of mean. Like, huh? Okay. Right. I I did find even though Ernie was my favorite, like I liked him more than maybe my favorite period, and definitely liked him more than Bert. He would sometimes do things like Bugs Bunny that would make me uncomfortable. Mm, sure. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I think that I can understand. Maybe he, just, he he would tell you just to go for the kiss and don't yeah, ask. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was often giving you that advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. And uh, but uh, I, yeah, I liked Ernie. He was so much fun. Uh, I liked both Ernie and Bert. I had both Ernie and Bert dolls, and uh, I was pretty obsessed with them for a couple of years. Does I still, go- I still. By the way, real quick, sorry. No. I have this Ernie doll in in my bedroom now, mm-hmm. and it is terrifying. It's from when I was little, like one, and I have it, and he's in his like pajamas. His crotch is ripped open. I think I've talked about this before. His stuffing is coming out. His hair <laughs> is crawling out. Yeah, I think his, we don't need to explore that's that That's not too dirty. Much There's something dirty there. It's just because the thing wasn't made very well. His hair is falling out. His like it's a connective point. That's yes, all. his mouth is like gone. That like little like piece of felt that was his mouth is gone. <laughs> so you have like a portrait of Dorian Gray, kind of Ernie doll that have, just falls apart, and you I have stay a, youthful. Like Robert the doll. The evil <laughs> yeah, doll. I have the, the Ernie doll. version of like the living doll that was uh, Chucky was based on. Yes, I have it still <laughs> in the apartment. So I'll post a photo of Ernie. Anyway, sorry, you were saying, Scott. Um, was I saying? I think that does some of. Is there a little bit of a slide with Bert and Ernie because you you don't you no longer have the originals doing it? Yeah, because well, that's uh, like an 100%, ultimate. Yes, hundred percent. Right. Like unfortunately, and I think a lot of the yeah. characters have maintained and bounced back and changed hands successfully. But that one, I mean, those are just such it's like hard. classic sketches, and they just had such a rhythm as they did with yes. Kermit and Piggy, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's an unfortunate fallout of uh, yes. And you know, can I ask, is that is that kind of the same with Grover? Is the same? I don't person know. Yeah, I, I feel like Grover has faded Gro- back. Grover is he around? Is pretty minimized. But he he's, a, he's around more than I thought. I, that was, yeah. This was a thing I was not like telling you, not like some of these other ones. Maybe mm-hmm. even more than honestly, maybe even more than Bert and Ernie. But really, the show is Elmo and Abby are like the stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cookie Monster, I would say third lead. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? Pretty and good. Then, yeah, yeah. That's which is nice. I'm mm-hmm. glad he's so represented. Um, and then just like celebrities from shows that film in New York. Yes, it's a lot of uh, you know Law and Chenoweth Order. and uh, <laughs> Order. Ellie Kemper and Michael Che and uh, and then it kind of rotates in. It's like oh this. This one you'll have Bird and Ernie. This one you'll have Gonger, mm-hmm. uh, and then also yeah, like Zoe Rosita, like newer characters. That, um, yeah, yeah. I I did think reading about the roller coasters because the um, Super Grover coaster is a like a metal steel coaster, yeah, and I was good. like, is that for the millennial parents? <laughs> is that for the Older folks. Oh, so uh, so Grover almost reads as a retro reference in a way. Oh, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I get he's still around and stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, but I I just remember being a big Grover kid Me in too. like the eighties, late eighties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Monster at the end of this book. I, yeah, I will. I have a special bond with Grover because 
uh, I had a lot of like action figures as a kid, and mm-hmm. I loved playing with them. And mm-hmm. really, the only time I ever remember being punished by my parents, I broke a cabinet by hanging on it like repeatedly after they told me not to, <laughs> and they took away all of my action figures for. I think it was a year. It was probably three days, <laughs> but it felt like a year. And I think after 12 hours of seeing me in like agony, my dad gave me a super, gro- like snuck me a super grover Whoa. and like, like Homer with the pizza. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it, uh, and it was like a lifeline <laughs> to have the super grover. Wow. wow. Interesting. Wow. So that's, that's why cool. you're bonded to him. Yeah. Cause he's safe. He's also Jewish. <laughs> he is. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Canonically, that's true. Uh-huh. I don't think I realized that. Mm-hmm. And he's a Jewish superhero as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As is the count, which I have some weird feelings about. That oh, choice. I see. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the count is canonically Jewish. He is canonically Jewish. Wow. Where really? is all this established? I knew Grover, but I didn't know the count. Uh, it's. I don't know. It's in the Sesame Street. There are Jewish books where it like specifies that they're Jewish, and mm. it's like I think kind of consistent. I think that in the show when they would have like a Hanukkah episode, they're Jewish. When they, you cut yeah. to a Hanukkah party, that's who's there. That's who's <laughs> there. Two of them. <laughs> Two of them. Count is there, counting his money. Uh, that's the issue, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Having a, fa- a fa- perfect yeah. handle on everything you got. Um, <laughs> oh, but no. uh, yeah, those are the Jewish... Those are the Jewish Sesame Street and, and, of course, Bert and Ernie. Bert is Episcopalian, and Ernie is Methodist. And that's where a lot of the friction <laughs> comes from. Small differences, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah the- that was the underlying thing in all the old sketches. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Protestant strife. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, have, yeah, I have not, obviously, watched. I, well, I, there's a lot of childish things in my life. I have not watched a full Sesame Street yeah, I'll say it would be years. insane to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to say you should do it. It's just a thing you don't, like, to pick your poison with the kids' entertainment and, like, well, this yeah. is, it's a good uh, poison. You always have the option, of course, of the Elmo not-too-late talk show uh, on HBO Max mm-hmm. where Elmo hangs out with Lil Nas X. Okay, sure. Uh, and John Mulaney and, uh, you know, you could... Uh, I could watch that, yeah. Elmo's friend, Lil Nas X! <laughs> I mean, that's pretty... That's great Good, to yeah. see. <laughs> they have a lot of fun together. <laughs> so give give that a go. And you know what? They get like is his sidekick Ernie or is Ernie like does Ernie work there? Like they fit everybody in. There's okay. sort of a Larry Sanders component. <laughs> you see people in the booth. Is Ernie the stage like, managers? <laughs> Bert would be like a good Artie. Like a yeah. Larry yeah, Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred de Cordova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, I was going to say, like, Gelman on Regency. I have to really quickly uh, correct something. I don't know that I've ever gotten so many corrections for an error I made on the podcast, The Ride. Oh. But on Patreon, and I apologize, this is only on Patreon, I incorrectly said that the Green Day's venue and street that they played in was <laughs> Gelman Street. Every but I think plus ten. Ten per people told me it is not Gelman Street, it is Gilman Street, you idiot. Ooh. You Gelman is the producer on Regis and Kathy Lee or whatever <laughs> it's a, called that's now. That's a bad mistake. And yeah, uh so major... I'd like to apologize formally for getting the name of the venue slash street, which I think I'm maybe getting that wrong too. Uh and I'd like to apologize for any of this ever coming up for any green day content being in this theme park podcast green day blew blew the doors wide open with everyone and they're like scott doesn't like american idiots that was a whole big thing 
Uh, yeah, no, we, we... Uh, yeah, I've been I've been following. Oh, okay, so you yeah. know all the controversy. Yeah, no, uh -huh. I see. Okay, but, but you didn't, I, say, I, you didn't I, text about it. You weren't like worried about us, and yeah. if we aren't getting along anymore because I think Green I texted Day. Carlson privately and said that you're crazy. That Green Day is great. Oh, okay, yeah, you're oh, pro no. Green Day. Oh, I'm getting out of number. All right. Um, <laughs> then why'd I agree to have you on? I knew that. <laughs> well, that's why I kept it to myself. The Susser ban um, isn't stated. A few other things I wanted to touch on in the park, if that's okay. Of course, yeah, Please. go ahead. So, the food options. Fun thing, we got soft pretzel, Elmo soft pretzel that looks like Elmo. Great. great. Yeah, very good. I wish there were more stuff like that, but happy to see that. Right. Mm -hmm. Then, the food is, like, pretty, like, I, I mentioned that the foodie truck was closed, and then, like, the dining options, pretty, like, sparse, like, mm. hamburger, um, you know, chicken fingers, mac and cheese. Yeah, like that's kind of what you get. But right. uh, my wife's a vegetarian, and she said, "Whoa, look at this! They have Impossible Meat. They have an Impossible mm. Burger, and they have an Impossible Meatball oh. Sub. So that's good. You know, that's like yeah. a not have to worry about that. Um, she can eat. And so I went in to order the food, and I was like, "I have a ham." I didn't see it on the menu, but I was like, um, "I'll have a hamburger." And do you have an Impossible Burger? And this was the reaction. From the person. <sighs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let me check. They leave. They come back and they're like, yeah, we have them, but it'll take like 10 minutes. And I said, that's okay. That's <laughs> fine. <sighs> <laughs> okay, I'll call you when it's ready. Yeah, no problem. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> wait, way more than ten minutes. Fine, I'm just like you were being I'm, punished. Yes, I, I finally at like fifteen minutes. I just want to make sure, like the Impossible Burger. Like, yeah, we're we're working on it. And then <laughs> we called a and then somebody student. walks by. This is like the comedy part. Like another like you know looked like visiting uh, Sesame Place from Brooklyn, mm -hmm. hipstery kind of dad. Hears it, he's like, "Oh, you guys have Impossible Burgers?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we do. They, they take they take ten minutes." So. <laughs> I looked at a lot of the menus, and a lot of the places have I, I are know advertising they have stuff, Impossible Burgers. They're not being ordered, like buffalo cauliflower. Yeah, and like these things are not being ordered. I guess. So. Yeah, don't put them on if you're good. Yeah, yeah. so don't make so, a big face. Are they probably they're probably like frozen because they're not in yeah. rotation a lot. Right, so it's a huge to do. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like that big of a to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I had the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, I know. They're frozen. They'll just take a little bit longer. Yeah. The, <laughs> Unless it's the... further than that. And forgive me if I've said this on the show, but at that Knott's Chicken Dinner restaurant, there was some occasion where my wife ordered something pretty heavily vegetarian and the person froze. The waitress, <laughs> like, and they had never encountered this before at the chicken restaurant. So, like... <laughs> absolutely that will be fine and then it took so long to come and we are very sure that somebody had to make a trip to the store for ingredients for this well, maybe positive. you know that's, that's the other happened. funny thing about sesame place like it just is like it's on one side and then like across the street is just like a mini mall with like a best buy mm -hmm. and like a sports authority <laughs> and maybe a grocery store so maybe it was just like just we got to get there do they have the impossible burgers here hey it's time for an intern to shine yes. other gripe to bring up jason i think you'll be right here with me so okay. there's a big water park mm -hmm. yeah okay and they have like lockers and stuff so you can put your stuff mm-hmm 
How much do you think a locker at Sesame Place? I saw Costco? this. Oh, I did see this. Go ahead. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> so we weren't into a lot of the water stuff, but we were going to do the Lazy River. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of unsure. We were like, oh, like I did it once with my daughter. And then she's like, oh, let's all do it. Can you go put the stuff in the locker? And we'll go around twice for like 10 minutes. And I said, you know, we can probably just leave. Like people aren't going to, like there are a million strollers out. Like, right. Are people really going to run by? But I was like, fine, I'll do it. I get to the lockers. $35 for a locker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> for no amount of, like, it, you can't, like, do it for a period of time. It's just, like, that's flat the rate. Whole th- yeah. That's what yeah. it is. And it's also not a huge locker. So it, like, really only is for, like, a backpack. Um, <laughs> no, so. the bigger lockers are more. And also, yeah. what? like, How summer. $45, and then yeah. I think it even goes up from there. Yes. And I, I lo- was looking at ticket prices. I remember it's like, oh, one thing I remember at Sesame Place is it was always pretty affordable well, and there's a lot of hotels that do discounts in the area there's a lot of deals in the area so you can f- usually find discount tickets but like summer tickets seem to be on average like 40 bucks yeah that, so that, is, that locker yeah. is just yes. under ticket price yes. the, <laughs> the, the price of sesame place is 90 dollars, but it's like always on it's never 90 dollars. yeah it's always like you can always get a discounted ticket for like half price okay. so sesame place is like 40 45 dollars right but then the locker is the same price as going. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prices seem to go up for the Halloween and Christmas stuff because the, the park operations, it's like it's open all summer, mm-hmm. rides and water park, and then it continues on the weekends in September and it continues in Halloween time, some weekdays and weekends for like the Count's Halloween event. And then there's a uh, furry Christmas, I think they call it. Uh, very furry Christmas <laughs> is the name. A lot of people um, show up too and are very yeah. disappointed uh, kind of by confused. what they find. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a... this isn't what they said. Um, and so only uh, one furry here. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't. I don't remember if they did that when I was a kid or not because they didn't have like many rides of anything to open at Christmas and Halloween. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They also too, which I didn't remember from being a kid, have like a whole like carnival rides kind of section. Oh, ga- yeah, games yeah, where you is... win a prize. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you Did you play? Yeah, I did. Which okay. was also my daughter's first time ever seeing something like that, and just the idea of like you do it and you get something was like yeah, that's that was really great. Okay. That's did she did she play at all? Did she play? Yeah, kind of. I mean, with me assisting. I see. Uh, was it like the water squirting thing, yeah, or yeah? That's it. did I ever? I've, have I told the story in the podcast where I accidentally beat a bunch of kids on the pier, Santa Monica Pier, and one of Homer Simpson doll? That's great. <laughs> At what age? Twenty nine. <laughs> like I was like, oh, game! I want to go sit down and play, and I played, and then I looked, I looked to my right after I won, and I was like, I think I just beat a bunch of kids. Like All you right. didn't realize it was a competition. Uh, yeah. So now I have a new rule with that, where I have to be sitting first at a game. And then if the parents see there's an older kid then there, it's on them. then it's on them. And maybe their kids an are older sharp. Kid. <laughs> That's how maybe I think of myself. Kids are, you know. <laughs> That's right. They're setting their kids into the fire yeah. if they see <laughs> me playing. But I'm not going to so go there. Up against. There's a bunch of kids. I'm not going to do that. Anymore. I like to scope those things out. And if there's really, it's really empty, like... Can I be a player of one? Can I guarantee myself well, a prize? Well, but then you get a smaller <laughs> prize. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the right I way to scope is like see like a bunch of kids. A or, bunch of kids, yeah. You know, <laughs> the littlest kids possible playing, and then you got one seat left, and you sneak right in, and you beat all of them. That's the way to do it. 
You got to get ruthless, Jason. You're going to get like a little okay. like decoder ring or a little one of those really cheap prizes. It's usually like not the IP also is when it's, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. it's a small, you'll see like, oh, it's a bunch of Simpsons things. Right. Or, and then like the thing you get if it's only one player or two players is like, oh, it's like a generic bird or something. Yeah. Like a plush <laughs> you bird. Yeah, like 99 cents or. Right. Sure. It's not yeah. the same way maybe at Universal, but like on the pier, they always put the attractive IP prizes and they're giant. Yeah. And yeah, you have to have a full, like a packed house playing to get those prizes. I mm. played a game at Knott's uh, back at the Christmas food festival with the pick, like the duck game. And like, the yeah, pick up a duck. Pick yes. up a duck. <laughs> and um, uh, I really, similarly to what I said I did with the, I appreciated this setup. They're like, okay, you're guaranteed to win a prize. $5, you can pick one of these. $10, you can pick one of these. And I was like, so I'm just buying a stuffed animal? And they're like, yeah, but you have to play the game. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. But it sounds like so. that's what you want to do anyway. Kind of, yeah. Because you don't want to play, you don't want to be playing it same one. So you well, really- I was a little disappointed when I walked in a gift shop and I was like, oh, well, there's that little Snoopy. I, I just... I, I didn't realize. I thought they were maybe a little more exclusive to the prize bin. You should go inside a dollar store and have a little bucket of water with a duck and pick the duck up and then buy yourself something nice. Uh, you know, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, some limited run cereal that they're just trying to clear stock yeah, out vit- of. Yeah, old vitamins. <laughs> old I play carnival vitamins. games at home and give myself... <laughs> yeah, uh, give yourself a little prize. <laughs> like Nothing wrong with it. Fresh treats, uh, bakery treats is the prize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say something? Yes, Mike, before we did this, I asked you to remind me about something. Oh, yeah. I haven't reminded you. You haven't yet. reminded me. Mm-hmm. So I remind- time? Yeah, go for it. I oh, reminded man. myself. Yeah. You say, okay, well, I'm going to set this up, though, the way you did it. You said, remind me on the podcast. And I said, what? <laughs> and you said, I'll know. <laughs> and not to backtrack too much, but also you specifically texted about me not liking Green Day yeah, well, in look, reality. Let's, let's not, let's not <laughs> this is an exchange. <laughs> like, I better go out of my way. To talk about Scott and Green Well, Day. I mean, surely, you know, the early albums you could appreciate. No, I'm Appreciate. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, we'll sit down and we'll listen to the whole catalog together. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to record it. He's going to have to listen uh, to American Idiot. Okay. Watch the Broadway show. So there is this thing that also happened while I was at Sesame Place that I don't think is representative of Sesame Place. Okay. Oh. And in fact, I would like Look, this to can't not keep be track the- of what all their employees were doing on January 6th. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, well, I would like for this not to be in the podcast. So I would like to tell you this story and then maybe you could play moves like Bert and then you'll pick <laughs> up just on your reaction to the story. Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait, How yeah. close can you get us to this is just all this is entirely. Bleak. I love you calling this shot. I love this. <laughs> well, this is you, an interesting you, you move. can hear the story. And if you guys think that it should be included, I maybe leave it to you to do it. Okay. But I think when I tell you the story, you might all decide that I've made the right decision. Okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So if saying so, we're so the listener is really teetering on something. If you might hear an interesting story, or you might just hear a full block of moves like Bert. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. What's around the bend? Wow. I don't Let's know. See. Have a great day at Sesame Place. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Only good feelings about it. We, I, we're about to leave, and I decide to go to the bathroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Walk into the bathroom, and I see that there's kind of a bathroom attendant person mm-hmm. who seems to be. Has a. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. 
go in the bathroom and the uh, conversation with the <laughs> appears to be getting <laughs> and I mm. it's only me in the bathroom and this man okay and he uh, <laughs> okay and then I'm just going to the bathroom this is happening and then there appears to be And then I leave. Hmm. <laughs> and that's the end of the story. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Can you edit uh-huh. the master recorded? Like, just just edit. Do you want me to edit this just live Just edit everything. Out? Yeah. You want me to edit that live out? You want, you want this to be scrubbed from your brain. From yes, I think. Yeah. You want the yeah. Eternal I want the sunshine. eternal sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now you've heard the story. I mm. don't think it's representative of Sesame I, Place. I also I am can't very, imagine, I'm but I'm very, not there every day. I'm I'm very sympathetic actually sure, yeah. to the situation and I haven't really told many people it. <laughs> Understandably, uh-huh, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. But I any- felt like I had to tell the three of you. Right. Thank yeah. you for telling us that. Uh, do you feel scandalized? How, how are you feeling? How do I feel? I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a int- it's an odd story. It's an awkward situation. Um, do you feel like my proposed idea is a good way of handling it? I feel like now I'm in show energy and I need to come down from that, <laughs> and then I have to assess Make once that show energy is we'll, over. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a different guy. We'll on review the, show. the tapes. We have to review the tapes. The and brain. Then trust will meet it feels pretty clear to me that the preference from the three of you would have been not tell the story and include it not tell the story and just play over it is you would have preferred if i just never told you the story Oh, that's a good question too. Oh, I enjoyed the story. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah no, I like story. I like hearing it. I almost wish that there was you had more. Are you sure that this is not? I don't know how to ask this. If we're editing yeah. part of it, but is this a situation where? All right, this was a story that happened in the bathroom, and you thought you understood what was happening in a different stall. But remember, this also happened to a guy. Uh, wait, no, it was it was to uh, Tom Arnold, a. Uh, a gambler in a casino in the film Austin Powers International Man of Mystery where he, what he thought he was hearing in the other stall is not what was happening at all so maybe I can say a with big confidence struggle that, that, happening that, 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 that's not the case <laughs> it was okay. not some involved involved with double entendres and misleads uh, I guess you know what I'm saying I'm confident but I guess I could be wrong mm-hmm. it could have been like uh, some sort of uh, perf- immersive performance <laughs> yeah okay Located okay. entirely uh-huh. within a Sesame Street yeah. bathroom. Okay. Is there a version of this where there's fits and starts of what we play? And maybe. Just and it's like a radio dial is changing, right. and if you hear a little zoom, like burr, or maybe you know a Patreon episode is just that disturbing little story. Well, that'll be that'll launch our extra tier. Right. <laughs> That's more oh, money, <laughs> which is kind of about like you know uh, shame and horror. That's right, the shame um, tier for and us. And me having to listen to Green Day. It's where all of the worst shit. Goes so the gummo tier, yeah. <laughs> gummo tier, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, we're again with this show. I'm in show mode right now, and I am gonna have to be in like editor mode later. So right. we're gonna have to assess there. I'm not gonna be able to, to can, truly can I tell a Green Day story. <laughs> go green, yeah, go ahead. So <laughs> now, this one, I'm gonna wish I hadn't heard this. <laughs> I want the eternal sunshine. I'm gonna cut this. I've even heard it. Um, 
now I'm going to now I'm like completely blanking as I bring it up. But anyway, when it was my bar mitzvah, uh-huh. I uh, we were looking at a band to play at my bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. and there was a band that was like the cool band to play, and they played a Green Day song in like their like video. Mm. And, oh, um, yeah, to hire them. Well, like the hire them, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, now this is where I was like mad at myself because it's like their most iconic early song. Uh, basket basket case yeah, yeah. basket case. do you have the time to listen yeah. to me yeah um and i saw that and we were moving forward and this is like very much i thought you guys would appreciate it as good boys mm-hmm. because i'm like i'm 13 years old this is so embarrassing but i was thinking it was my bar mitzvah and i was so worried because there's a line in that song that's like i went to a, a, whore. a whore yeah who said my life's a bore right and i was just imagining they're going to play this at my bar mitzvah in front of my grandparents, <laughs> mm-hmm. in front of my and 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 also I even the same. I'm like my parents, like they don't know what Green Day is. They don't know about Basket Case. Uh-huh. I am I'm like signing off on this band. The police are coming to Stephen with this being uh, yeah, right. up today. I, I I'm signing off on this band, and it's going to scandalized my bar mitzvah i like was like losing sleep over this so i knocked on my parents bedroom door at it which in my memory at 2 a.m probably like 11 p.m <laughs> and i just said i i know i know that you that you're maybe moving forward with this band but like we have an issue <laughs> <laughs> and I laid the whole thing out and like, so I don't know if we can get a different band at this point, or maybe just a DJ, or maybe, and they're just like, oh, wait, you don't want them to play the song? Okay, we'll just tell them not to play the song. Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> well, so that was not it. on the table for you? That there was just an option to just not play that particular song? I don't know why I didn't, yes, well, because honestly, I mean, it was the same, this bar... I didn't. I mean, I'll say maybe I was a stupid kid. <laughs> In the same way that you couldn't go to the real Green Day mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, you're not playing Basket Case tonight." Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I thought that this bar mitzvah band, <laughs> 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 like they had a rider, <laughs> would, would be equally offended you, uh, and choose to walk, and was equally. You would be the like song that got us here. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Ed Sullivan telling the Rolling Stones to change the the lyrics. Right, to the song. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that they would walk. I thought that Fancy Pants would say, "Listen no, here, you. sir, you became a man today. That means we can kick your ass for talking to us like this." <laughs> wow, that's so great. So you thought that just that line is that it's sort of like a movie where then everything like there's like sudden distortion and everything goes yes. quiet and everyone stares at the band and then everyone stares at you yes and then everyone either files out or starts hurling insults or like relatives cry how could you do this to us yeah i think truly that is what i thought would happen <laughs> like your gr- grandparents are like hanging on every word of the song yes. which is like fast and like if they're singing it like billy joe it's like a faux british accent that you can barely understand yeah. and they're loving it up till that point uh-huh. yeah. your grandparents and, love it so much right and but i then, think i also too was like taking a lot like of course like i had no say really vote on like what the bar mitzvah band was but i felt like the pressure that like my parents have included me in this decision mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there like signing <laughs> off on this <laughs> and i have this information and yeah, I don't, I, the shame that it would mm-hmm. bring to my family and to me, <laughs> it truly 
was very excommunicated from the yeah, religion. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, the only way it, it, this all could have been better is if you went and consulted with a rabbi, right? <laughs> I mean, it would have, that would have been good. There's a, a heavy toll on me today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lyric printed out, Dookie CD. Excuse me, Rabbi. I, <laughs> I truly, yeah. I mean, this is like Scott. I mean, like your. You know, crazy version of it is pretty close to what I imagine. <laughs> I truly like would go was like going through the guest list and imagining each one each of each person's <laughs> reaction to the scandalized <laughs> lyric. She would be okay with it, uh, right? He yeah. would hate it. Mm-hmm. He'll be mad at me, right? And again, me thinking that Green Day was this super cool underground thing that only me as a 13 year old in you know montgomery county maryland was the only one who was like hip to (laughs) what is this song you found (laughs) like Like, probably the bit like number one song on the billboard it's on the radio on the radio uncensored i'd imagine yeah yeah Yeah. maybe it depends on where you were but like your parents were about to hire gg allen (laughs) 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 he's gonna take a shit on stage at the bar mitzvah Uh we have a big problem here You don't know what this man does, and I didn't tell you. And now the Bar Mitzvah boy's favorite group. Uh-huh. <laughs> he endorses every word in the song. Yeah. <laughs> um, if well, if how- we had just watched Sesame Street for just a f- couple more years, would it have dealt with any sort of developed neuroses like that? <laughs> like if we had just got maybe, a maybe few more years of polite, nice entertainment, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The many issues of, like, when you're booking a bar mitzvah band, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's probably not a problem. Set lists can change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find out if Green Day's been on Sesame Street. That's why I'm looking that at That seems oh, that very be, possible. Yeah, right. very, very possible. Sort of a rite of passage. I don't think they have. Um, they're on the. They were on the Simpsons on the grandest stage of all, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Yes, the high point of the Simpsons. We know the movie. Yeah, got it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, let me say a. Here's a little like. Let me go back into like founding of this place because I remember. I'm like you know I I didn't grow up there because I'm on the other side of the country and I remember it being. I even it was clear to me like all right maybe in my life if I'm lucky I could go to Disney World right but maybe but th- I don't think that a trip to Pennsylvania specifically for mm. this is on the table I think my parents did kind of say like well that's a maybe I don't know we'll see uh-huh. as much as I would have li- like knowing there was a, a tangible Sesame Street place uh, um, so I just, it was always, it always just kind of lived in my imagination. I sort of, I don't know if they ever talked about it on the show or showed a picture of it or what my, how I was even aware of it. But my, the vibe that I always got in those early days, now it's pretty aligned with like bright, happy, current Sesame Street. But like, I just remember it being very like, it's that early eighties Brown, the dull kind of muted vibe that I'm, I'm sort of obsessed with now but if you watch any old video of it and I don't know if anybody did but like it seemed just like the most kind of gentle still place and that didn't was not even ride centric Jason what you were saying about how it's it's like the acreage expanded it was like pretty small and modest yeah and the like the characters are represented there were these animatronics I guess but mainly it seems like you took a like a an escalator into Big Bird's mouth and he's still represented kind of abstractly, and and it feels very early. It's not on brand. It's like a uh, just sort of odd minimalist Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
I guess I'm just I'm 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 saying all this to say like I, the vibe that I get of original Sesame Place is like it's not about rides and characters as much as these like um, like you you climb up a vinyl pyramid. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, like or, do you like, remember? Right. Was this your memory? And your yeah. Like, I mean, there is some uh, one of the things that I remembered. I I think I texted Jason. It like these um, like tree sculptures of the characters. Oh, like topiary. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not right. like it's some big bird, which is like cool, but also, yeah, I think that kind of like what you want is it's the street and the characters are all around and all of that kind of stuff. And like yeah. a dark ride that like feels like you're like going into Bert and Ernie's like apartment or something some like that. And it, chase yeah, it, somewhere. it yeah, doesn't yeah. really deliver no. in all of that kind of way, but it's still... It's kind of nice because, you know, I don't know if you guys have had, if you had similar experiences. Like, when I went to Disney World as a first time, I, like, didn't sleep for two days straight because I was just so, like, overstimulated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sesame Place is good because there's just not too much going on. (laughs) And And no one's ever built it up. No one's ever said. My parents notably, as I was saying all that, did not say... There's the greatest place in the world, and it is in Langhorne, yeah. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And you would not, boy, someday. So like, it's never been built up. You didn't build it up too much, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, it would seem crazy to me to fly from like California to go to Sesame Place. It's like it's a good like regional theme park that, yeah. like, yeah, you know, if you're on the East Coast, even like the Midwest, I could imagine if you're like, oh, well go to Philadelphia and also like make a day of going to Sesame. Like that doesn't seem crazy, but to get on a plane to go to Sesame place, that seems a little, right. a little much. It, it reminds me of um, when we were, had Mookie on and we we're talking about um, uh, the New Hampshire theme parks, the park Storyland. One of the uh, executives or one of the people who run it described the park in, in the way that the park, how many hours to, uh, allow for the park. Well, the park usually outlasts the kids, meaning like Whoa. the kids are going to tap out before you run out of rides. <laughs> and that definitely seems like the vibe of Sesame Place, where like, yeah, you can get two, maybe four hours max if you're taking real little, little kids who are going to, you know, run towards the characters as soon as they see them, you know? And burn out a lot then. And then if anything has a line or anything has a weight, you're going to lose them big time. Yeah. I saw one tip uh, about this park, uh, a YouTuber who did like, you know, 20 tips for Sesame Place said, do the, don't do the water rides first. Do the regular rides first. Do the water rides in the afternoon or later afternoon because everyone else usually does it the other way. They go to the water rides when it's oh. bright and sunny mm. in the morning. Okay, okay. But usually the, sometimes the crowd shifts, it seems like. And you did not do water rides. We only did, well, you know, we maybe we watched the same video. We took that advice. But then it was like <laughs> cold in the afternoon. Oh, okay. And then we're like, well. <laughs> and, and the lines were never that bad. So we did the Lazy River and then a lot of the other unfortunately like i think either because of either because of covid and they don't want to you like risk of it but i think more likely just being understaffed and underserviced like there's like a fun sprinkler area that they just didn't have open yeah which would have been fun and then they had like you know water slides with like you know (laughs) tubes and stuff which like our daughter's not gonna go on that oh sure so we didn't uh 
we just didn't do a ton of the water stuff. But yeah. the Lazy River was fun. Sure. Um, um, I was starting to say all that to say, like, so just, like, the vibe that I always got from the place, this early 80s, it always felt like sort of, like, like yeah, like gentle and about like foam and like you're going through like you know like those those punching bags that you run through or like ropes courses or the, those sort of yes. the nets that you climb and everything and ball pits and stuff and it always felt very for some reason it felt really Canadian to me like all the footage <laughs> of it felt like so like sleepy and brown and just nice and you can tell this is not a hyperactive place it's just kind of like and it's it just it looks pleasant muted color forest greens and browns. So then I was looking up the guy who founded it, uh, not founded it, but the guy who, who designed the, the park initially, Eric McMillan is the name. And it turns out this guy was a, 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 a British guy, a sort of a fastidious John Cleese type, apparently, uh, who moved to Canada and did installations for <laughs> my really, really beloved with, uh, cancel culture now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, don't look at the tweets. It's, uh, it gets a lot. I don't know why he's doing it. Uh, um, <laughs> No, like, uh, uh, this guy did installations for, like, Canadian World's Fairs and Expos and the kinds of things that I like, mm-hmm. that I get such a pleasant, like, You could smell it from those yeah, old... Yeah, yeah, I just always had the vibe right. There's a thing up uh, in Toronto called Ontario Place that was, like, a big kids area and it has, like, a, a very Epcot-y dome where they showed IMAX stuff. Uh, and he designed that and that was such a hit. I guess... This guy is credited with kind of reinventing what kids' play areas were. He's called the sort of creepy phrase "father of soft play." He's considered <laughs> very, the, very creepy. The, uh, very rather, creepy, yeah. If you yeah. want to redact that one too, <laughs> we could take out "father of soft play." But anyway, just the crazy thing is, he he liked this like kind of abstract design like and and you know just places that are visually stimulating and that seemed like the point of it more is like here's little challenges for kids and weird environments for them to be in among which apparently in the 70s when this guy's building different places he he i i what i'm getting at is i think this guy invented the ball pit what the guy who designed the initial plans of Sesame Place initially called a ball crawl. Wow! Um, but this like did not exist. Like the guy, he was looking at like a he said like a, a kid, like a jar of pickles or something that was tightly packed, and he said like, what if a kid could dive through something like this? <laughs> and it's not just look, it's not being in a pool. It's solids, but you're in a pool of solids, basically. Uh, but it's definitely pickles, and the, the yeah. And then they tried oh, to on, fill man. up a big thing with pickles, and they gave it again. Just really, they couldn't replenish. Right. Jason, is, Jason is furiously <laughs> scribbling down notes now. Pickle pool. <laughs> <laughs> How that, can I make yeah, this happen? My habit? memory of it from a, as a kid is, I don't know if this was here in Disneyland or if it was in Florida. You know the Honey, uh, I Shrunk the Kids land? The Playland. The yes. Playland in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of the closest Disney thing. The, the vibe of uh, Sesame Place. Today. Those smells, the, all the, yeah, the soft padding like, everywhere. Oh, it's interesting. And like, like interesting things to look at mm-hmm. and to crawl around and to play. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the with this ball pit thing. Then what I realized because I saw a sign that said something like this when I was down in the Sesame Street area in San Diego, and it turns out what now is called the Sesame Street Bay of Play. It was this thing that this guy designed called what? Captain Kids, <gasps> much like the oft-referenced weird buffet that is closed <laughs> on Harbor Boulevard in Anaheim. Uh, um, but that that place where I was, this is what is now Sesame Street Place, was the site of the first ball pit ever in the world. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Very, and I was there, and I even noted, I said on in the episode, there was a thing that seemed like all it was is like five pieces of foam that some mean brothers were playing mm-hmm. with. I think what that was at one point in time was the first ball pit ever. Wow. So that's all kind of a mind blow to me. But also that ball pits didn't exist until the 70s. That and is. that I guess if you think about it, it is kind of a psychedelic right. thing yeah. in a way. Um, it, it's sort of a heady, trippy thing to do. But like... I would never have guessed that ball pits are that recent of an invention. It makes sense now that you're saying it, but I never even thought about it. Because like, yeah. I don't think there's... I've seen some 60s footage of kids playing in a bunch of plastic balls. No, I guess not. Yeah. It, it just kind of became ubiquitous so fast. And the rise of Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. And all grew yeah. and grew. And, right. and um, something else in this park I noticed that, that's come up when we've done smaller parks or regional parks before... Uh, it seems like Dippin' Dots has yeah. cornered the market. Like every mid-size or smaller or na- like kind of smaller theme park, non-Disney Universal, non-Disney yeah. Universal, autumn, and not that Universal. I think sometimes has Dippin' Dots, but the smaller parks, there's always a Dippin' Dots stand. They, they, and I remember, like at the Jersey Shore. Like them giving out samples of that when I was a kid, and they're like pitching, they're explaining yeah. it. This is hard. These are little ice cream dots. It's frozen, it's colder than ice cream. It's the ice cream of the future. Like you know, and that, and then, and then it was everywhere very quickly. Yeah. Do you think like you know like a, a serious a radio or a serious XM or whatever? Like they basically the only reason they're around is because they meet deals with like car makers, and they like force you to like listen mm-hmm. to it. Like that's how they've been able to survive. You think it's a similar situation where nobody really likes dipping dots? Just convenience of like well, the satellite like radio a is in your car. Deal with yeah. a bunch of uh, companies, and then that's really where they like they're surviving off that just like that money that they're getting every year. Probably, they made, it's like, possibly. A Fifty-year contract. I think they definitely make money on people forgetting they have the service. A lot of these build every month services <laughs> were, are. Can I ask a sincere question? Were you when we we're talking about the balls? Were you thinking of? I'll, this is a good connection because these are littler, colorful balls. Uh, no, I wish I went. I mean, maybe subconsciously I was. Because honestly, it was like I was like, "Where does this transition?" Oh, they're like littler balls. I just remember as a kid going to amusement parks and theme parks, and the ball pits just getting bigger and bigger and more elaborate and more like. Mm-hmm. And just now more it's kind of, of them. it's kind of gone the other way. Now I have like a personal little ball pit for my daughter. Which yes. is like, which when I was a kid, I was like, people didn't, I don't think people really had that. No. Yeah, now, it's just, now, now it's like an easy thing that like yeah. most people I know have, it's not like a huge thing. It's just like it folds out and you throw in balls and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. But how often do you see a big sprawling ball pit? Those are kind of out of fashion. Yeah, Disneyland completely stopped doing them yeah. due to poops, pooping, yeah, and dinners, and fights. And yeah. I, I mean, does anybody not like a ball pit from their childhood? I was obsessed. Oh, with, yeah, I was obsessed with it. Yeah. There uh, was this place. This kind of maybe is kind of like Discovery Zone. Did you guys oh, have that? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we in high school. They, this is nuts that this was allowed. They would allow, uh, I guess at night you could just rent it out like yes. as, adult, as like older kids. Yes. And my, this is dorky, but my male Jewish youth group uh, uh-huh. rented it out. And this is, and uh, my, it had been, I guess what we would do in the Discovery Zone was just have like fake wrestling matches. Of course, yeah. Of because course. it's like foam and bubbles. Yeah. And 
two of my this was one of the best things i ever witnessed in high school <laughs> was two of my friends like they had been building up that they were going to wrestle each other mm-hmm. and like they're gonna have this big thing at like the discovery zone <laughs> like event <laughs> it was my friend jonah and my friend uh ben and jonah shows up first and he's like he has like a he bought like a novelty belt mm-hmm. that he was like the champion and then uh and he was like all like it's on like you know, music or something he's really ready ben shows up and he has crutches and he's like i'm sorry i like twisted my ankle i can't do it like i'm just here to hang and everyone's kind of bummed but i was like oh it happens the whole night goes by and we have fun we like goof around whatever where everybody's leaving and he takes the crutches and <laughs> knocks Jonah into the ball pit and just jumps on him. <laughs> Whoa! It, it was the best thing I think I'd ever witnessed. <laughs> wow. And wow. I was delighted by it. Yeah, it's wow. great. Uh, there's yeah. no... Yeah, no, that's incredible. But now being back on it, playing a part. Yes, it's insane that they just were like, yeah, like this is like a kid's play zone in the morning, but... Yeah, if you like, you know, this group of like 17-year-old Jewish boys want to beat each other up, sure. Go nuts. <laughs> Just wail on you yeah. in front of a... With do an angle. Sticks. Yeah, do an angle. <laughs> if they want yeah. to do an angle later. A trick. Oh, God, that's oh, great. Then, backing up to Dippin' Dots, I, I tweeted about this, so maybe uh, you saw, but I, not at Sesame Place, at the zoo, there was a Dippin' Dots stand mm. where I got Dippin' Dots for my daughter because it was just like, oh, this is something fun, I guess. I don't know. She didn't really seem to care for it too much. But then <laughs> he does. the woman in front <laughs> of me in line, the funniest special request I've ever heard in my life was, do you have any of the ice cream without the dots? Which was completely perplexing to the to the people there. Like that's this is the whole thing. Well, ma'am, if you leave them in the sun for like. 20 seconds you're gonna have regular ice cream she so. just thought there were dots on regular ice cream i assume right. yes okay. i think that's what she thought she right. thought that it was like the topping right ice the cream. dots were the topping yeah i guess it, it dipping dots without dots where you, you could call impossible dots yes <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys got impossible dots <laughs> um, um let's start winding it down here i suppose any do, do we miss anything from from your from your childhoods any any odd factoids uh, any ways to make this place better? Or are there plus ups? I well, mean, clearly, uh, dark rides and uh, stuff uh, would be <laughs> great. It's it really deserves a fully like thought out, and I don't mean it in a scary, dark, twisted way, but a horror night style maze. That's really what it like a fully immersive. You start out on the street, and then you go in, and there's rooms with the characters. You have interactions with all of them. There's things you've seen on the show. I don't know what like locations they have on the show anymore because I would say, oh, it's like with Grover and the waiter mm-hmm. and stuff. But that's obviously kids that they don't maybe one for the parents at the end like that. But like mm-hmm. you go through and there'd be different experiences like that. And the thing would be like 45 minutes. I feel like you could double the amount of money you charge maybe. And like that probably the kid would come away and saying like, you know, was your brother that one said yeah. uh, this is the greatest day of my life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something interesting that I forgot to mention. No televisions in the park. So hmm. there's no actual hmm. oh. Sesame Street. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's not is... they aren't just like lazily showing episodes yeah. or movies somewhere. Huh. That's uh-huh. kind of nice. Yeah. Um the one big thing we didn't mention, the 
Sesame Place, the first theme park in the world designated as a certified autism center. Yeah. Um, so uh, all the employees receive training on um, sensory awareness and social skills. Uh, there's quiet rooms. There's sensory guides that uh, guests can get um, noise-canceling headphones uh, uh, for auditor- auditory sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think that's nice. I just think that's a great thing that they you know went out of the way and did yeah that's really cool that's a cool move to to make and to realize that you could do and that that's going to be true of the other one i believe in uh San yeah Diego, I, I think so i that funny thing about the other one so sesame place is opening in san diego um it's taking over the aquatica water park yeah which itself took over a not soak city oh, so really? this is multiple generations of oh, water right. parks um uh, we, I, I think Jane brought it up, but I, I, I looked it up, and she said, "Oh, is Aquatica next to SeaWorld? And I was like, "Oh no, it's about twenty-three miles away." Um, oh, <laughs> because yeah. they just took over an existing theme park. It's very, it's much, it's like way more south, like much closer to the Mexico border. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but one of the uh, uh posts I saw about it, so it was supposed to open twenty twenty-one. Obviously, construction delays kind of happened everywhere. Um. Because in the contract, it said this park will open in 2021. Because it has not, on paper, uh, SeaWorld may technically owe Sesame Workshop something like $2,000 a day. <laughs> Until it opens? Until it opens. The, uh, the person uh, commenting <laughs> on this from SeaWorld was like, we're hoping to work something out. Because uh, $2,000 times 365, yeah, that starts to really add up. <laughs> Wow. 2,000. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 4,000. Uh, wow. Yikes. Well, that's, well, that's what happens when the other side has Grover and Count doing the contract. <laughs> <laughs> they picked the right people. Pick the right Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, I mean, where do, where do you go from there? That's you know what I think. I think it used to uh, Evan says you survived podcast the ride. It was great to be Thanks here. Thanks so much. That Thank was a for blast. It. Thanks for uh, that. Let's exit to the gift shop. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> at Evan Susser on Twitter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was recently hacked, but I got my Twitter account back. Oh yeah, oh, you were hacked. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Um, you're, you're on Doughboys. You can. Yeah, I'm on Doughboys. Yeah, we'll be around uh, for something. Well, oh, you'll. If you like this, you'll find more stuff from me. Mm. You'll <laughs> do a Google. Yeah, 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 do a Google. I'm, yeah, it's You'll like doing, I'm you. doing some of this like game stuff where I'm you know, making them come to me. That's good, yeah. It's <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> make them work for it. Uh, but not uh, you, you. You came directly to us, which yes, I, I came appreciate. To you guys, I think you did. Uh, love good love to, the good podcast, and I wanted to be back on, talk about Sesame place with you and see you guys again well and we we did it we and we did the full day to night mm-hmm. now it's a nice it's just a nice summer evening i hope nobody's getting too bit no I, once i put this spray no. on my legs i'm doing all right mm-hmm. um and then we uh evan susser and i actually just ate at the jurassic cafe not long ago so maybe we can come back and talk about that sometime. oh yeah we did eat at the jurassic <laughs> cafe oh, oh wait you just you just came from not today not no just, not today like, yeah yeah uh-huh. i was gonna meet him up at city walk and i go you know because we both have passes we could uh-huh. go down and eat in the park. 
Mm-hmm. So we did. We went on no rides. <laughs> we went. You, you only went to the Jurassic <laughs> to, and is that the name of the main restaurant down there? The is Jurassic it, Cafe. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, that's correct. That's great. Yeah. No. Okay. That's it. Uh, How that function is just a dinner. Uh, uh, I felt sick afterwards. <laughs> you felt sick afterward. I felt like, oh, this could go wrong, but then it settled itself out. It was fine. <laughs> uh, we ate on the top of the Jurassic Cafe. A nice spot, obviously. I mean, that I love. Great yeah, view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then we left. Okay. Well, it seems like we did the episode. Mm, but. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> I we say really yes. Okay, so uh, you can find us on all the socials at okay. Podcast The Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe to... I don't know how much this is going to play. I'll post... I'll try to post this as a video. But there's, I think, just as a little play out... Um, there's a weird video on YouTube called One Day at Sesame Place that just kind of takes you around, like all the facets, the employees and the kids and what it's like when it closes. And, and they show you a little bit of a show. And this is just a really strange moment where um, the thing that's in, happening in the show seems to be that Big Bird is trying to say the names of everybody who's in attendance. And that's a tall order uh, for a tall bird. He can't figure out how to do it. Um, so he... But I still don't understand how it jumps to this point, where a, a, a song starts playing, and just imagine Big Bird uh, pop-locking is what's <laughs> happening here, and then he, he picks up his pursuit. I don't... I, this one's hard to explain. Just, I'll play it for you guys. It's a little musical way out. Um, this, is, this is really odd. So thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Audience delighted at pop-locking Beverly Hills Cop Big Bird. I mean, I'm delighted. (laughs) (laughs) Alma wearing pants? (laughs) This is like some piece of abstract video art. Axel B. He sounds slowed down. Yeah. This is like a... Vapor away. <laughs> like ET. It's ET at the end of the world. Really? They stole it from this. <laughs> I love that. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.